Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Magic Mike, or I mean Mike Mike. No, it's uh, Maritime Mike. We haven't figured it out. We, he, we're still, still working waiting, on that project. We're still waiting for something to yeah. stick when it yeah. comes to Captain Mike here as part of the World of Boating crew. But something will eventually uh, stick to the bottom of his shoe and he won't be able to get it off. <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll plan accordingly. We also have uh, Barry the Boater and Bill the Engineer. we got a full crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information today on the world of boating. So, Patrick, where do we head to first? Uh, we're going right to Barry. Right to Barry. Barry the Boater. Barry the Boater. And why is this, Barry? Okay. Well, when I first got my boat, I wanted to add some accessories to it. And as uh, Patrick, I think, will uh, agree with, when you... Uh, Let's say you go to put it in a compass and you want to wire up the light. It has very skinny little wires. Most of the other wires on the boat are rather larger in diameter. And you don't want to just twist the pair together and put a piece of tape over it. Uh, or Why use a not? Wire nut. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> that works because for 90% of every boater out there. Yeah. Right. But that doesn't make it correct. No, I know. Uh, True. The correct thing to do is to use, um, you could use a, a type of connector called a butt connector. And you use a special type for marine applications that have an adhesive inside them. And what you do is you would crimp these two wires, and then you use a little uh, torch or, or a hot air gun, and you would shrink the tubing around it, and it would melt the adhesive and make it all one sealed from the element connection. I am so glad he explained what a butt connector was, because I was reeling there for I a second. I was getting a little worried. I had my yeah. finger on the dump button. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always been an issue. Um Butt connectors come in different sizes depending on the diameter of the wire or different gauges. And sometimes you'll have a larger wire and then you'll have a smaller wire. So what would you do if you had one size butt connector where the larger wire fit, but the smaller wire went in there, but you could not crimp down on it? There is a little trick that you would do. Do you know what that was? Yes. I say you wrap the small wire around the big wire. No. No, that isn't. Nah. That's nah. not the trick. You you strip more of the insulation on the skinnier wire, double it back, twist it, and that therefore you just double the circumference of the strip wire. Oh, okay, right. That, and that and that's correct. that's All one right. of the tricks. That's what I ended up doing, and that's what I think a lot of people do. But Anchor A N C O R has a new assortment of adhesive lined butt connectors. They're heat shrinkable butt connectors that have one side larger and then the other side smaller. So they step mm -hmm. down or to put them in reverse, they step up, which is a pretty cool deal. Yeah, you know. Uh, and, and do they come to your house in a plain brown envelope? Uh, you could order them like that, yes. Okay, all right. I was just curious. Or if it says... Uh, congratulations, Barry. Here are your butt connectors. Right. Well, and they just leave it up on the door. No, I'll make sure that the box that you're going to get is in the plain brown envelope. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I personally, I think the, the era of butt connectors, even heat shrink, kind of ha ha has really kind of left the dock, so to speak. 
Um, Why? It's not effective? It well, works, doesn't it? Well, that well, ship new, had you, sailed. You mean for new boats, right? In new boats, old boats. If I if I was installing a new component like a, a compass in my boat, I would probably take that opportunity to go ahead and upgrade the wiring connection, and I'd probably do something like a two-pin hmm. or a four-pin or a Deutsch plug and go ahead and do it and do it right and make something that's going to really last because the, the issue with heat shrink connectors and butt connectors in general is you can go ahead and buy the butt connectors, uh, same thing with ring terminals and, and stuff like that, but now you have to have the right crimping tool. What about a butt plug? So when you <laughs> to have the right crimping tool, unfortunately, there's one out there that a lot of people tend to use, and it's incorrect. And this one is made, I think, by Klein is probably the biggest producer of this. And it's got this big, nasty tooth, if you oh, will. Yeah. And people think that that's what, because the butt connector will fit perfectly in the opposite end of it. And then they just use that tooth and they punch through the butt connector, which does absolutely nothing other than spread the wire strands right. um, all over heck and gone inside that, that butt connector and actually makes for a poor connection, one that's prone to failure. So if you're crimping, it's not even using uh, ones that you may have in your toolbox around your house, which are reliant strictly on your hand strength. You're really supposed to use a ratchet style. And the ratchet style, based on the color code, blue, yellow, um, what have you, red for the really, really small filament wires where you have to put enough force down and ratchet to where once it reaches its its point where it can release, now you know that the crimp is correct. Mm -hmm. The problem is getting that ratchet-style crimper in some of those areas is can be really problematic. So I think when you're looking at adding a component or replacing a component, what we all want to do is, I just want to get it in, I want to get back out on the water and go, but we should really be looking at it like, look, even if I've got to add a little extra wire here and add, yeah, I want to put a two-pin, four-pin, nine-pin plug or use a Deutsch connector and extend this wiring out so that I've got, I can work, I'm not trying to work inside the dash or inside this three-inch hole mm -hmm. trying to get this thing crimped and wind up with a poor crimp, and then trying to get a heat gun in there to shrink it, you really need all of that outside of that compartment. So it's one of those that you really have to approach and think about what do you want it to look like and how long do you want it to last. And uh, I'm not a fan of butt connectors, whether the standard or the heat shrink, just because there's other product out there that is far superior and will last much, much longer. Hmm. Now, now, if you look up on the screen, you'll see I have that ratcheting. Uh, yeah, that works great for radio. Here. Thanks, uh, Barry. Appreciate well, it. Well, you could describe <laughs> it later if you want. But uh, now, don't you need a special uh, crimper for those? We're Are you talking about the ones where you actually it. pop the pins out with a tool? And you crimp them on, and then you push them back into the uh, connector, right? Well, if you're using Do if you're doing Deutsch plugs, if you're using uh, these uh, four pin, two pin, four pin, or nine pin um, plugs, those you would you would have to pin the uh, filament and then insert it into the plug. But the white plugs are designed; they've got a catch where if you pull the base out, the pins will then pull out. You don't need a special uh, tool to pull those pins out unless you've got one that's stuck. Oh, okay, so it's not like yeah, the other connectors that I've seen use the little circular tool. You push it in through the front, it would release that catch. You you can do that, but again, uh, what you'll find in a lot of boat manufacturers, and again, this is going back 
quite a number of years, these white plugs that are male and female, that they've got a base that you can pull. It'll come back maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, an eighth of an inch or so, and it'll allow those pins then to be pulled out individually without using a pin puller or a pin popper um, like you're describing. Sounds like a lot of work. I, you know, just taking the no, whole butt no. plugs well, seems like. Yeah, but you want to do it. You want to do it right, right? And when you're when you're, and then you got to look at okay, if I'm doing my compass in, in Barry's case, you have to set it up and make sure that the one that you're putting in that you're not going to, it's not going to be prone to any electrical inf- uh, interference. Mm-hmm. That if you are adding extra wires, that you're um, not only coiling those, but then twisting them in a figure eight so as to break any electrical. Uh, interference that they may create mm. and there's even been some boat manufacturers because of the garmin displays or the glass cockpit displays again going back to manufacturers that are still installing compasses they've had to put a shield mm-hmm. if you will around the compass base to shield it from the magnetic interference from the wiring yeah a friend of mine's boat had that problem and uh, he, he said, you know, my compass is never right. It, it just never matches my chart plotter. And I said, well, you've got something in there that's that's interfering with it. And, and uh, that's... He was using, that, like, that, electrical tape in his fingers? I don't know. It was a, it was a new yeah. boat. So um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. They did fix it. There was something, you know, under the Had, dash, but... Yes, Greg. Barry. Back 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 in the day, did you when you were in school? Did you ever make an electromagnet? You took a nail, wrapped some wire around it, and attached both ends of the wire to a battery, and actually made a magnet out of it. Barry, well, I'm not a nerd. Hello. No, it's not an ad. This is one of those science things that you did. Yeah, in, science. Uh, yeah, I did put okay. a nail through my tongue. Does that count? Ouch. No. Mm. On purpose. But, uh, Greg and I actually predate electromagnetism. Good point. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> I got my back. But. Uh, that's what happens with all the wiring that you have in these cockpits is that when you have current flowing through them, uh, an electromagnetic magnetic field is created around those wires. So, yeah, you have to shield those from anything that uh, can, you know, like a compass. Yeah, absolutely. Compass and, okay. yeah, Just, and, you, and you have to watch out for what you have laying down on the console anywhere near the compass, too. If it's metal, it'll it'll create that magnetic yep, uh, magnetic yep. field mm-hmm. yeah see i didn't do that whole uh, science project thing but i saw other people's or i copied their work i i remember it there you, that sounds about right yeah yeah hey, right. you know what's not prone to uh magnetic interference hmm. sextants okay just learn how to uh do celestial nav if you put a magnet next to it though next to a sextant you have to stare at the sun <laughs> during the day north star <laughs> north star up, wasn't it <laughs> i think i don't know all right look we got plenty more coming up on the world of boating stay close Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I used to have a boat. You did? Yeah. She was pretty damn sweet, man. I love that boat. So why'd you lose it? Sometimes the things we love aren't long for this world, Burn. Especially when your alcoholic ex-wife gets drunk and falls overboard and drowns. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Magic Mike, or Mariner Mike, or Eminem. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't figured it out, but we'll uh, come up with something soon enough. Bill, the engineer, bury the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so we've covered uh, enough about butt plugs. Our butt, what is it? Butt connectors. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and uh, I think it's time to move on or navigate off to uh, something else. That yes. might inform our passengers and make them better boaters. Am I right, Patrick? Yeah, we're going to talk about strapping now. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> God help us. <laughs> week after week, I mean the the Wob News team uh, wanted to. Those guys are are scouring the internet, stealing the best news stories that are out there, hmm. and they're always throwing me these stories about boats that are falling off of trailers, um, and you have to realize that boats, they by nature, they just don't naturally fall off of a trailer. Something has triggered that to happen. You got to kind of <laughs> fishtail. No, you got to work <laughs> really hard to get to get a boat to fall off a trailer. Mm-hmm. Most recently, out in San Diego, where uh, 
This one got dumped on the road where a guy was making a U-turn, and then he took off. He didn't even bother coming back for the boat. Wow, that's a nice boat. Yeah. Man, he, one way he just left it. it. That's hilarious. You know, so they're, they're tracking down the owner. I mean, unless the guy was stealing it. But, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a nice boat just to leave yeah. in traffic. But it's positioned perfectly in the lane. But here's the thing. When we talk about trailering a boat of any size, and this is any size. I don't care if you've got a kayak or you've got a... Uh, Maybe you're trailering, you decide to pull something like Mike's yacht. Um, You need to make sure that it's properly secured. And that means that you invest in a pair of ratchet straps that are rated for the weight of the boat that you want to hold down. Mm -hmm. So you don't go for the cheapest ones. You go for the ones that are going to do the job and probably that exceed the weight because always plan on worst case scenario it's not going to be you it's going to be that you get cut off in traffic um there's debris in the road uh something happens and you've got to stop short or heaven forbid you know uh you wind up having to get out of the way of somebody stopping short in front of you and you swerve and the boat you know trailer jackknifes you last thing you want is that boat pitching off the trailer mm-hmm. it's bad enough if you lose the boat yeah. What's worse is that boat gets pitched and you wind up damaging or hurting or God forbid killing somebody. Um, then you're then you got big mm-hmm. big big problems. You're looking at going to prison. I'm 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 laughing because I have a story about that. Uh oh, let's hear it. <laughs> when I was a teenager, uh, me and a couple of friends took their dad's skiff to go uh, water skiing one day, and we were driving down Oak Ridge Road, and he had a lead foot and he nailed it. And uh, we're driving down Oak Ridge Road, and some car came up to us honking their horn, and they said, your boat's being dragged down the road behind you. So the boat had come off the trailer because I guess he didn't have the, the winch uh, locked either. So it came off the trailer, and we were pulling the boat behind the trailer down Oak Ridge Road. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Florida guy, for sure. Hey, you put, you there, took, there was, took that hook right off the transom and put, uh, probably put, put it back on the trailer, and we actually went skiing. How about that? <laughs> Well, at least uh, that's a that's a true boater right there. Yeah, when uh, Triumph was in business, one of their commercials was they would take the boat and they were dragging it behind the car, and at the end they kind of whipped it around into the water. It went and off they went, driving away. And look, this, well, that, that was that, a commercial they had for for your that, uh, that was brand? a commercial for Triumph. Yeah, that it may comer- still be out there. That commercial is no different than the ones that I see for automakers where they show their cars hydroplaning sideways on wet roads. Like this is look how great our car is as it's it's sliding through the water sideways spraying water. I'm like your car is terrible, man. It has no traction control. What are you doing? Look at uh, all the cool stuff you could do. That's totally illegal and it'll probably kill you, but you could do it. So oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. transom straps. Um, if you don't have stern eyes on your vessel that you can strap down to, then get a strap that'll go from... Over the stern. Yeah, over the stern, stern. through the cleats. Make sure you put protection down so you're not damaging your gel coat or your vinyl if you have a sun deck or something like that. Yeah, it's going to take you probably two extra minutes, but it's going to save you uh, unimaginable costs and or heartache. The other thing, as Mike was mentioning, is bow straps as well now bow straps don't last forever um unless you've got the steel cable ones and Mm -hmm. those are (laughs) they've got their problems too yeah it's best to have Uh, a chain on there too uh, best to have a safety chain Mm -hmm. um 
But if you've got a strap and it's getting uh, worn by the sun, and you can tell because it'll start to change color, um, and usually as you're cranking up, you'll start to hear the threads start to give way to stitching pop, pop, to where pop. eventually it, it, it pops. And then you'll go to any boat ramp anywhere in the world, and you will find, I guarantee you'll find one trailer where they've got that that anchor winch strap knotted through the hook because it broke, and they didn't want to spend the 25 bucks on a quality strap. They just, hey, I had to knot it, and I did a triple knot, and look, it's holding, and you know we just keep on boating, and don't worry about it. Two crappy ones uh, match a good one. Replace the strap, have a safety chain, but more importantly, if you're replacing that strap, and that should become part of your trailer maintenance, unless you're like Barry and you're fortunate enough and you can actually put your trailer in the garage and it's out of the sun. But if you wind up replacing your strap, the other problem that I've seen is when people actually go about and they replace that trailer strap, they don't put any tension on it when they're winding it back onto the reel. Mm-hmm. So they'll just take it out of the package, they'll get the old strap off, pull the bolt, put the bolt through the loop, and just sit there and wind it up and rely on a little bit of hand tension to do it. Man, take that thing, hook it up to the bumper of your truck, mm-hmm. you know, and put the truck in neutral. It needs to be stretched. And then... Yeah crank that thing and actually pull that truck back towards the trailer and you're going to get the proper stretch in that strap hmm. because what happens if you don't do that and you go and you and you use it the first time you're going down the road the boat's bouncing guess what's happening it's stretching and yeah. it's starting to move away from that bow stop might help if you wet it down too wouldn't it wouldn't mm, moisture help not on those no because those are impervious to water well, he's thinking Literally. like what we do with BCs when we go diving. Yeah, tank straps are made out of the same type of material. Yeah, and if you wet them down, they're a little bit more, uh, pal- you know. Mm, I know with anchor lines, I've never, I've never done that with a bow. Well, with a- do it. It'd be fun. <laughs> if <laughs> you not? say so. Yeah. What the heck? Uh, I'll, what do you I'll, get I'll give you that one. Yeah. All right. Well, there. Get the proper straps. Make sure they're rated for the weight that you want to uh, to pull too. I guess right. Yep. All right. More coming up on the world of boating. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, and just Mike in the studio, and then connected via the web, Bill the Engineer, and Bear the Boater. Uh, so, okay, have we covered enough about straps and, you know, plugs and things, and we can move on to more boating-centric stuff? That Yeah, we're going to have- go right to Jennifer Lopez, because that's a segue right there, buddy. Oh, wow. Awesome. awesome. I can't wait to hear this. Yes, please. <laughs> please share, Patrick. What do you have on Jennifer Lopez? Uh, you know, doing doing the whole social media thing as we do. You know, of course, uh, World of Boating, you know, worldofboating.com and right. World of Boating on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Check us out. Like us. Yeah. We haven't migrated to uh, Instagram yet for some reason. I think we we're, we do Twitter every now and again, but I'm not sure. Well, we know uh, that's a more visual type of thing, that, and we know from uh, past comment cards that uh, passengers prefer not to see us. They would prefer just to only see us. 
Yeah, but I mean, here, here serious. on uh, uh, yeah. Instagram, Jennifer Lopez was doing a photo shoot. It says on her boat, but I don't know that that's necessarily her yacht. I don't know. She's got enough money. It could be hers or it could be A-Rod's. Uh, I don't know. So, uh, you know, it's one of those, you know, like Instagram, you know, you get that one picture, you wind up taking like 500 and then uh, you get the one that finally made the cut. So I'm going to show you the one that made the cut for Instagram. Okay. And once again, this works uh, so Very well. Well, if you go to worldofboating.com or oh, World of Boating on okay. Facebook, right, you can see, see Jennifer Lopez's photo shoot on her yacht. Okay. And the photo that made it onto Instagram. She's holding up well. Uh, she is. She is indeed. Right. So your uh, and that's point no, is that's no airbrush. Uh, uh, you're, no you're, airbrushing. No, no photoshopping. Airbrush. So you're just saying J Lo is like the ultimate boat fluff. Well, or we we have to add her, of course, to the list of boaters. Unlike you, I've been on a boat. <laughs> no boaters, not passengers. Boaters. She's not There's running the boat. She's just. You don't know on. that. You don't know that. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, I am sure, can run that yacht if she wants to. Honestly, she's, it doesn't matter if she's on it. You're you're a happy camper, I think. Or if she boater. owns it, she's a boat. He'd be happier if he was on the boat with her. Exactly, but he's not. Yeah, so. and he never will be. <laughs> no. Dream on, Patrick. Dream on. And on that disturbing note, we'll take a break and be back with more of the world of boating. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, just Mike for now. Uh, Bill, the engineer, also bury the boat around and out the crew. All right, so we have a, a lot of stuff, uh, more stuff to navigate through as we, uh, I don't know, kind of entertain our passengers through this virtual cruise to the latest boating news and information. So where are we going there, Patrick? I thought my job was just to entertain you. Yeah, you have done a very poor job at that, my friend. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay, so mission I, I, accomplished. I strive to reach for the bottom. Mission accomplished yeah. in Patrick's uh, mind. Okay, fair enough. Well, when we talk about boating and who's a boater and who's a passenger, we know that Mike obviously is a boater. We know that Barry obviously is a boater, even despite the moniker. He actually owns a boat and boats. Uh, Bill, Eagle Scout, and I believe one of his Eagle Scout badges was for boating or seamanship right. or uh, um, carving a canoe out of a toothpick. I'm sure it was one of those things. Hmm. I, I, uh, I have canoeing. I have rowboating. I have small boat sailing. I, uh, uh, all, I, as, uh, all as skills. I, I rubbed heart. down all the right. two sides of a popsicle stick and threw them down the sewer. Yeah, so again, amongst us all, Greg is the... Biggest boater we know. The, the, the flotsam and jetsam of the show. You are a passenger, and, and we know this, and we kid you about it, but truth be told, you're a passenger, and we know that you like to go on cruises. You you do that. I do none, this, yes. None of us makes here, me a boater. Nobody involved with this show other than you likes to go on a cruise because we all like to actually be in control of the vessel 
Um, How do we you know wa- they don't let me up in the helm and, and uh, take Oh, we the, know. It, <laughs> we know. Oh, it's true. No, they do. I got pictures of me doing just that. Did they let you put on a little cap? Is that like you going up in the cockpit of the jet? You know, and here's your wings, young man. <laughs> <laughs> I can fly an airplane. Okay, so to, what? Him two fenders. Well, because we got a cruise. You're jealous, we got a, we got a cruise coming up for you, Greg. That we want you to seriously consider. Oh, like the Monsters of Rock tour. No, yeah, no, be cool. no. It's better yeah. than that because yeah. anytime we can get you out of the studio, oh. um, we we certainly want to do that. Right, uh, Carnival Legend. Coming up in 2021, it's time to get a naked. They what? will have a two-week Whoa. nude cruise in 2021. That sounds terrifying. Doesn't it? Because <laughs> you know the people that are going to be on this cruise, right? Take any cruise right now. Mm-hmm. Those are the people. Imagine them naked. That's wow. going to... This is not going to be... Um, you know who I really you know feel how many sorry man for? overboard incidents there's going to be on that cruise? <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but I'll tell you who I really feel sorry for are the uh, passengers that are on the boat after that week. <laughs> yeah. I feel sorry for the uh, yeah. the, the, the uh, maintenance the staff. The cleanup? Exactly. Yeah. Never, Ooh. never do, pretty do, Does the crew also partake in this? Uh, I don't believe so, but... I think it's uh, optional. It will be a national nude day. Uh, so you have a chance to book passage on the Carnival Legend for their longest trip ever, will which that will be, be uh, will a that... two-week naked cruise. Well, wait, there, so there's only a new day, so is that like formal night? or? Uh, I think it's informal night. Oh, I was going to say they wouldn't have to pack a, a suit. You know who I feel bad for? The guys that are at the port that help you with your bags. I mean, they're not going to get it. They're not going to get any tips because everybody's just going to show up. Well, it'll be like one a, set of clothing, whatever yeah. they're wearing that day. That's unless they got like, uh, what's in there? Oh, these are pasties. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I hmm. believe they need at least one set of clothing to get on and off the ship. They just so, walk up, they could wear they just they walk could up wear with those, a shaving you know? kit, and that's it. Yeah. I'm asking for Barry. What What are the dates of that cruise, by the way? Uh, I'll get them for you and put your name in the pot right away. <laughs> On the last day of every cruise, says a website for the group, what we hear most from our bear cruisers. Now, I have to emphasize that's bear, B-A-R-E, and not B-E-A-R, because that would be a whole different type of cruise. That's a different week. It, it yeah. is. Right. <laughs> you may you want to double check that date. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone asks whether they could stay aboard a little longer, and the answer has always been, hell No. Get off the boat. You're naked. <laughs> well, now they've got a two-week window that uh, they're going to do this cruise for. So it, it's they? a two-week cruise, which is, that's pretty Departing out of Tampa, February 14th, 2021. Well, wait a minute. February out of Tampa is going to be cold. Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, but it's cold. What about shrinkage and things like that? That's not going to be, uh, that's not a best time of year to do this kind of thing, I would think. Do they burn the sheets when they're done? <laughs> I th- they might I, burn the boat. <laughs> right. I, I, th- I, think I think they've got, uh, I don't know, uh, one of those uh, protectors you used to get on your grandma's couch. Oh, vinyl. <laughs> Everything's covered in plastic. Sliding around. They just walk around with a fire hose after the... <laughs> but this is a two-week cruise. They're going to do... Uh, yeah, they're, know, go- they're going cruise. to uh, Mahogany Bay, Cologne, Cartagena, Bonaire, Curacao, San Juan, and Nassau. 
um, as well as enjoying five days at sea before returning to Tampa on February the 28th. But only one day during the cruise, they're going to be naked. No. It's a two-week naked cruise. The entire cruise. two weeks, they're going to yes. be walking around the boat. Except when they uh, they go off on these uh, journeys in these different countries. Yeah, right? they're they not going to let them get there. off the boat. With, <laughs> with nothing but their no, but when they suit. come into port, there's going to be people lined up on the piers watching, now, <laughs> watching this thing would arrive. You, <laughs> There'll Would you be like somebody to waiting there? Can I grab your bags? Oh, wait. <laughs> They're going to think Sorry. the USS Nimitz is coming in. <laughs> Patrick, I have a question uh, about the discounts that are available for the cruise immediately after this one. Because I am not paying full price for the next cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, the, the uh, Grand Suite, uh, if you want to book this, is just $2 shy of $10,000. For two uh, weeks? For this two-week cruise. That's a bargain. That's actually not too bad. Um, for one of the interior cabins on level, I guess uh, it's deck one, so that's the lower level, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, Engine room. That's going for uh, 15 just shy, $2 shy of $1,600 hmm. for a two-week cruise. That's not, I, no. that's not great, but that's not terrible either. I just... Listen, I... I no, no. I'm telling so you, you, February the is not room bare ass, butt naked. Well, I, you know, I would hope they'd put down some plastic seat covers. <laughs> but regardless, I wonder uh, if they require ties. Yeah, I would, that would <laughs> that would make sense. Now there is a, a disclaimer: loincloth. Yeah. As usual, the group charters the entire boat. It's important to note that while bare necessities. Cruises are clothing free and have been since they were launched in 1990. This isn't a ship full of swingers. Well, I I don't know that necessarily that naked. I don't see where that equates to swinging, but there you have it. Oh, I think that's because you haven't been to enough nudist uh, resorts or nudist colonies. Please explain, Bill, because we know you. So here's the thing. (laughs) Here we go. I I I actually was invited to a nudist wedding. One time. Really? Wow. Uh, and you yeah. saw a lot of swingers there at the wedding, I bet, but it had nothing to do with their sexual preference, I'm guessing. Guess, guess where they put the rings? The, the, thing about, <laughs> the thing about nudist colonies is that they always say it is not about sex. It is not about sex. It is not about sex. Bull. And uh, that it just doesn't feel right when you're there for that to be the case, because the only thing they talk about is sex. Uh, and <laughs> you also think that it's people that are so good looking that they are not their appearance is not improved by clothing. Hmm. Um, and that a, is you not really sell it well, Bill, I got to tell you. This is what most nudist colonies are. It is people who have completely given up caring how they look. So when you went to this wedding, Bill, I have to ask, uh, you know, while in Rome, is that what you kind of went in with the attitude? Do we want to know? I I, I kind of do actually. I want to just know if he got in there and and say, hey, you know what? Uh, I've seen myself in the mirror, and I'm not half bad. Leave your, coat, leave, your coat, leave your coat, your pants, the, and your <laughs> closet. <laughs> the, the wedding itself was clothing optional, mm. and everyone stayed clothed for the wedding. The reception, however, was very different. <sighs> and I did not partake uh, in the nudity, mm-hmm. except in an observational mode right and a conga I, line must have been something special and i'm assuming this was not a church wedding right it was not 
It may, what? Been, it may have been church like. Can you imagine a Catholic priest standing up? The, what the? No, I could actually. I, I could, Mike. Yeah. In this in this environment, yeah, that's not a stretch. Well, yeah, there you go. Yes, some someone was ordained, but I'm not sure it was uh, a really standard. Uh, was it like a Klingon? It certainly wasn't a Baptist. <laughs> it was not a Baptist. Okay. I think we'd say that. I'm sorry. But the truth of the matter is that the nudists in general are not uh, the beautiful people. Uh, they are people who have given up caring and the women who love them. Oh, I bet they really uh, appreciate really you saying is. that. <laughs> Way to judge, Bill. Way to be inclusive. <laughs> I was there, well, uh, a, and I saw, and I understood. He just calls them as you sees them, it sounds like to me, I guess. So, what you're will there be any weddings on this cruise? Uh, don't know. But to clarify, the uh, website says their mission is to provide relaxing, entertaining, and health-conscious vacation opportunities with a lot of bleach. non-threatening of bleach. natural environments. Oh, golly. Yeah, bleach. Stay back! <laughs> More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i am the captain of this party i'm captain jack i'm captain of the ship ah i'm also captain of anyone who sets foot on the ship hi welcome aboard in an office when you are ranking people manager is higher than captain. 
on a boat, who knows? It's nebulous. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Just Mike, Bill, the engineer, and Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew. All right, so what else do we have as we uh, start heading back to uh, to the dock and wrap things up for today? Well, Patrick, what we've do you got have? our choice of two stories, so I figured I'd leave it up to the crew to decide yeah. which way we want to go. All right, I'll call it. Go ahead. Uh, no, the crew. No, that's me. Go ahead. So we've got uh, a story about Queen Anne's Revenge. And a case of pirate, modern day piracy, hmm. or scuba diver shoots himself through the head with a spear. Duh, Ouch. let's go. Bring it on. I know that <laughs> story Anne quite revenge. well. Okay, so, so um, how wow. do you do that, Greg? I, that, that was my question. How do you <laughs> shoot yourself in the head with a spear gun? Yeah, I mean, by accident, of course. I've seen it. I've oh, seen this story. Wow. We uh, we've talked Holy about this on our scuba radio show a little mother. bit already. Well, what happens? <laughs> it's no Jesus. different. You know, you, you're but he you're shot laughing. it. From, I mean, you almost have to be pointing it at your head. Well, here's the thing. He chances are he was loading the spear gun. You put these straps on, and oh. so you have to use your body sometimes to get some leverage to pull the band back. It's not as uh, outrageous. He looks as so it disappointed. To uh, <laughs> to accidentally uh, spear yourself. <laughs> yeah, like but that. Get, when he realized, of course, he did it. And I mean, when you look at that, I mean, he, it, it, he, he's lucky to be alive. He's lucky to be alive. Yeah. Oh, didn't lose yeah. his sight, anything like that. But he comes yeah. out of the water and his buddy, hey, we got to shorten the spear. So his buddy takes an angle grinder and starts grinding the, the shaft down. Oh, Could you yeah, imagine well, that thing in your head and the, your buddy's yeah. hitting it with an angle yeah. grinder? Man, it looks like it went right through his sinuses. He is, yeah. Man, he's lucky, but he, oh He's very God. lucky. That, I mean, I read the story. I saw a little video that, clip. That, that, of that looks horrendous. Him thanking <laughs> all the people that were uh, concerned about him and that kind of stuff. But, uh, but you know, it's not that uh, out of, you know, it's not that rare, believe it or not, to have an accident like that. With a spear gun. Well, I could it's see not that, generally that doesn't go through accident. your head, and you don't usually you well, know, I mean, get to it live went, through it. Went under but, his right cheek, right. and came out to the side of his left eye, like just about his temple. Right. I mean, I, I can understand trying to load a spear and using your body weight, mm-hmm. but you'd have to be like your head. You'd have to be like it. what with jammed yeah. up against yeah. his leg, and he's yeah. well, and they, I or mean, he was using his head to push down. So on he it. Did, does say he did it himself. It wasn't someone else who shot it, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it, it depends on your spear gun. Some of these spear guns have like two or three bands, and uh, you you have to put a lot of tension to pull them back and load them underwater, and it's 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 difficult. <laughs> that, that is just so they fake. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to get a visual. So he turned the thing around. Put the butt end of the spear gun on the on the seafloor sea surface. Well, we don't know they, what he did, how he loaded it. I but. mean, how else would you have this the pointy end pointing at your face? Other than if you're looking, it's like looking down the barrel of a gun, saying, "I wonder why this is not going." Which off. is also unsafe, by the way. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Really? No, it just went. I went through. A, I went through a gun safety course. They said, <laughs> yeah. they said don't do Lesson that. Lesson one. They said, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. Don't you know, I don't know the specifics, but I assume it happened while he was trying to load it. Is what I'm saying because okay. that's when most of the time they have a problem with spear guns. Is when you're trying to load the spear gun underwater and you lose your leverage for whatever whatever reason it slips, goes cockeyed or something, and mm. and obviously this one took a really uh, bizarre. And a uh, strange turn, and thank God he lived through it. So, you know, all I'm saying is this is, it's not as outrageous or 
you know, just luck of the draw. It was like lightning strike. It was just he was in the wrong position at the wrong time when he's trying to load this thing, which kind of goes back to one of the things that I don't do underwater, which is spear fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's that's kind of one of the reasons I don't really have much desire to do that. You know, they, those things can go uh, haywire on you. I mean, whether you like spearing fish or not, that's, you know, up to you. Mm. But they're, they're weapons. And God forbid, you know, you, you have this thing and accidentally shoot it and shoot it at your buddy. You ever use a Hawaiian sling? Or I have, yeah. yeah. Hawaiian slings are a little bit more. They're safer. Yeah. You I mean, because, you, you, you know, they're not going to, you know, sail through the. Yeah. The water, but you can hurt yourself with a Hawaiian sling too. Yeah, but they they don't they don't go off until you actually pull the uh, sling part of right. it back. So exactly, you, it, it goes off when you pull it back. Exactly, it's not it's armed. A, and chances ready to are go. you're not going to spear yourself with a yeah, Hawaiian according, sling. According to the story, say he was he was on the bottom collecting sinkers when the gun accidentally discharged. Mm. So the so thing was, was already loaded, loaded. armed and so ready. It was to already go. loaded. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, uh, Oof, they man. can happen. Stuff can happen. You, I mean, you just I, when you showed me that picture, I was I was in shock. Which, by the way, you can you can find at worldofboating dot com or world of boating on Facebook if you want to see um, our stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. That's more. that's brutal. Many more. Mm-hmm. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Uh, he's um, going uh, as that for Halloween, by the way, with a, as a scuba diver I, with a spear. Steve Martin already did it. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Was, that's well that was an arrow. That was an this arrow. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's this same is taking difference. it a far no, it's taking a step further. You're a diver with a spear gun, you know, uh shaft through your head. <laughs> but like I said, the part that, that really got me wasn't so much that he fired it through, but that we gotta cut this thing down and now he's taking an angle, his buddy's taking an angle grinder to it to grind it down. That thing's got had to be vibrating. Uh. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah, imagine. but you don't want to take that out either because you could bleed out. It's no, no, I know that. But he, he they yeah. wanted to cut it down before they got him, took him to the emergency room. Right. You know, and it's so like, it could fit in the car. Heck no. <laughs> Look, man, strap me to nothing. the roof. Do not yeah. cut this. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he has a sunroof in the car. All right. Well, if you uh, want to go spear fishing with me, Patrick, I'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of The Big Show. Till next time, remember, whether it is sail or motor, life, life is, is better, better as, as a, a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. 
They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.